If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. This piece is published at newarab.com. Hundreds of Australians have attempted to block an Israeli cargo ship from docking at Sydney's Port Botany, claiming it is a major shipper of arms to Israeli forces currently waging war on Gaza. Pro-Palestinian rally took place at Sydney's Port Botany on Saturday in a bid to block an Israeli transporter ship from operating. The rally was organized by the Australian Palestine Justice Movement, which managed to bring out hundreds of demonstrators in an attempt to stop the Israeli ZIM shipping line from docking. Our demonstration against ZIM is starting. Hundreds of supporters from the community and unions standing against genocide and its enablers on the port and in politics, the group wrote on X. The activists also took to the waters on jet skis, demanding action against a major supporter of Israeli and the Israeli Defense Forces. Following the call of the Palestinian Boycott, Divestment and Sanctions Campaign, BDS, against Israel, the group says its actions against Zim were aimed at the bloody forces of war, colonization, and racism. No Zim ships in Port Botany while Israel is carrying out a genocide, the group said on social media. The protests went ahead despite the opposition of Chris Minns, the Labour Party Premier of New South Wales, who said that no ship should be blockaded. I just want to make it clear that living in a free country doesn't mean that you can walk down to the port and stop lawful trade between Australia and its trading partners around the world, Min said, as reported by Sky News Australia. He then went on to say that it was ridiculous for the protesters to try, try and stop trade based on personal preference. Israel has killed over 11,000 Palestinians, most of them innocent civilians, including over 4,000 children, in just over a month of its war waged against the Gaza Strip. In response to the onslaught, hundreds of thousands of pro-Palestine protesters have come out to the streets around the world, calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Next up is a piece written by Paul Faulkner, published at blogpreston.co. UK. Preston Station was the scene of a 60-strong flash mob protest at the height of the Friday rush hour after demonstrators staged a sit-in to call for a ceasefire in the ongoing conflict in Gaza. The group gathered on the ramp leading to the station's central platforms at 5 p.m., one of the busiest moments of the week. Organizer Michael Lavalette told the local democracy reporting service, LDRS, that the intention was to raise awareness, not cause disruption, and so those taking part positioned themselves to ensure that there was still sufficient space for the traveling public to pass by on either side. The former Preston City Councillor said the protesters were approached by British Transport Police and asked what they were doing, but were not moved on after declaring their intention to congregate for half an hour and then leave. What we hoped was that people would go home on a Friday night to enjoy their weekend, but maybe talk to family and friends about what they had seen at Preston Station, because it was something a bit unusual. 
The aim was to get people talking about Gaza and the horror of what's happening there. So in those terms, we all thought it was very worthwhile. What was really interesting was that there were a lot of people who were clearly commuting, but some of them were stopping before they got on the train and chatting with us for a few minutes, while others were getting off their train and staying with us for a couple of chants, Michael said. Those chants included, what do we want ceasefire, when do we want it now? But also the far more controversial and divisive, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Many in the Jewish community say that the latter is anti-Semitic and amounts to a call to erase Israel from the map. When it appeared on several banners at pro-Palestinian march through Preston City Center a fortnight ago, Jeremy Dable, the Jewish representative on Preston's Faith Covenant, told the LDRS, quote, There's no way at all that the slogan will be interpreted by any Jew in any way other than to a call for total annihilation of Israel. However, Michael defended its use by the flash mob, saying that it was the opposite of demanding that Jews be forced out of their country. Its historic roots are that in the 1970s, the Palestine Liberation Organization produced a document in which their solution to the Middle East problem was for a single secular Palestinian state in which Christians, Muslims, Jews, and people of no faith could live as equals between the River Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea. Out of that came from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And what it means is free in terms of free equals social justice for all, said Michael, who represented parties including Respect and the Trade Union and Socialist Coalition during more than a decade at the town hall from 2003. However, the American Jewish Committee says that calling for the elimination of the Jewish state or suggesting that the Jews alone do not have the right to self-determination is anti-Semitic. And that is part of this concerted effort on behalf of some people to paint the Palestinian cause in a negative way as anti-Jewish, and it is far from anti-Jewish. It is anti-colonial, and it is anti-Zionist, because the Zionists are the settler colonialists that have occupied Palestine and created the state of Israel. It is not about whether those people are Jewish or not Jewish. It is about the fact that the Zionists have dispossessed millions of Palestinians at this point um, and taken their land and taken control and imposed laws upon them that are unequal, that treat Arabs in Israel and even in Palestine, in the West Bank and Gaza, as unequal and having not the same rights as Israelis who are Jewish. A Labour MP, Andy McDonald, is currently suspended from the Parliamentary Party for partially quoting the slogan in a wider comment about all the people in the region living in peaceful liberty. While the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, has said that the phrase is widely understood to be a call for the destruction of Israel. It's narrowly understood that way. Six coaches from Preston headed to London on Saturday to take part in a national pro-Palestinian march. According to the Gazan Health Ministry, appointed by Hamas, because Hamas is the government there, over 11,000 Palestinians have so far been killed there during Israel's response to Hamas's attack on its territory last month. 
In that assault, around 1,200 Israelis died, a figure revised down slightly by Israel in recent days, and more than 200 were kidnapped. On Friday, the U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said that, quote, far too many Palestinians had died during Israel's military occupation in the densely populated Gaza Strip, with 4,500 of the deaths estimated to have been amongst children. It's not estimated. They have counts. They have, they have exact counts of people with names and ages. So calling that estimated really serves to muddy the waters, which are otherwise very clear that this is a genocide, that children are being murdered by Israel at an alarming, alarming rate. And finally for this episode is a piece published at silive.com written by Steve Zaffarano. More than 1,500 protesters calling for an end to the Israel-Hamas war flooded midtown Manhattan streets on Thursday, November 9, assembling on the steps of the New York Public Library on 42nd Street and 5th Avenue. Those in attendance held signs that read Free Palestine and We Demand a Ceasefire Now. A smaller group of counter-protesters assembled across the street from the NYPL, but a large NYPD presence kept the two groups apart. The crowd, which started in Bryant Park and later headed to the New York Times building, where more demonstrators threw newspapers in the lobby and spray-painted the front windows, as well as police cars, according to CBS News. While at the New York Times, the protesters called for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza while accusing the media of showing a bias toward Israel in its coverage of the Israel-Hamas war. The latest in a series of near-nightly demonstrations since the start of the war saw thousands march through midtown Manhattan to protest Israel's attacks on Gaza. At around 5 p.m., a small group of demonstrators led by media workers calling themselves Writer's Block entered the atrium of the Times building, carrying a banner calling for a ceasefire. An email sent to the New York Times staffers by the publication's head of corporate security described the protests as peaceful, noting that no entrances are blocked. The action came hours after students across New York City walked out of classrooms in support of Palestinians. Some remained in the streets for a protest that snarled traffic in Manhattan during rush hour and grew unruly at times. The demonstration was the latest in a series of actions at high-profile locations in New York intended to bring attention to the growing death toll in Gaza. On Tuesday, activists with the group Jewish Voice for Peace briefly took over the Statue of Liberty. The week prior, hundreds of people packed into Grand Central Terminal, shutting down the commuting hub during rush hour while hoisting banners that read, Ceasefire Now. If you want to follow People Are Revolting on social media, you'll find us in the Fediverse at movingtrainmedia at collectiva.social. If you want to listen to back episodes, head over to peoplearerevolting.com. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. A sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.